Ah. <laughs> got an intro now? I don't know. You know, every once in a while, you just just flip it off. I'm an animated person. Right. I'm sure you've realized by now it's the Say Word Podcast. <laughs> Say Word Podcast. Say Word Podcast. Say Word Podcast. Say Word Podcast. Chia. What it do, baby? Salutations, ladies and gentlemen. It's the good homies. Look at us consistent. You know what I mean? Back. One episode at a time. Yeah. This episode. is episode 86 Whew. of the Say Word Podcast. Vet passed by. <laughs> I might hear that's the first thing that pops up. <laughs> and you know, sometimes like I remember the first time I heard that song. I've never heard it. You've heard Vet Pass by Gucci Man. I've never heard. I didn't hear shirt off until you mentioned. They come to judgment. No, it's just, it's not, it's not judgment. It's just, you know, when like certain moments. Right. It would be like, you know, say something that you're really, really into. That was like, you remember like. Yeah. I and then someone's like, oh, I don't even know about that. It's like. Nigga. Wow. Who raised you? <laughs> not like that. It's just like, wow, that's kind of missed out on that, man. Oh, shirt off. Mm-mm. That passed by. I had to walk up to the DJ like I've heard this song like five weekends in a row now. We're like, good. What is this? <laughs> oh. What song is right, this? Right, right, right. Oh. And then he was like, Oh, duh, duh. he told me Gucci Man Vet passed by. And I was like, Heavy oh, rotation okay. after that. Thank you. Yeah. It became like a staple in our in our crew wow. in 1233. What what year was that? Oh wait. The 08 mix, baby. <laughs> I told you, man. The 08 mix. See why it's like, it's hard for people to let it go because right. it was so monumental if you were in that mix. If you was in that groove, yeah. You know what I'm saying? What was I listening to in 08? I mean, I know. What's it called was in that grind mode? I'm so high. That's 08. That's the 08 Swag mix. Swag Surf, 08. Um, I- what's it called? Oh, you want to see some cash? I want to see. That's like early. That's like 08, 09. So that year, 0809, DJs can't get away from 0809 mix. It's hard to get away from it because the, it's our it's no that we're talking cultural, like yeah, talking much. cultural hits. These ain't just like it's not just good music. We're talking right. like No Hands. Wow. Paralyzed. Paralyzed is like 07. But they, that shit just keeps going forever. Oh, once too. it starts, when you start with paralyzed. If you're not from Florida, you about to see some shit. Yeah. You about to see some people do some like wild. <laughs> I had never I had never heard it till I had gone to fam. A lot of those songs I had never really heard. Boosie Plies. I wasn't listening to that stuff. Yeah. I still don't really, but I mean I'm from the crib, so that's all it was. Like right. that's it went kind of it went staples. from like booty music, like bass, Miami bass, into like I remember the first time I heard um Grind Mode, like that whole wave that came out of South Florida. I was like, I don't know what it is, but this shit resonates. Yeah. I feel like seeing that flea market video. Flea market video? Oh, from like um, Grimo. You know, you know the video I'm talking oh, about. Oh, and everybody's doing the joking dance. I was like, nah, it's different. Yeah. Sticking in, sticking in, sticking in, rolling, sticking. All right. <laughs> yeah. Can't take, you can take the boy out my ass. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Thing just poured you know, out of you just now. A pause. lot, a lot of, because uh, you, if you want to know if niggas is from, 
Florida, it's, it's really just like two, three songs you can play. Right. And if they go a little bit harder than everybody else, it's Bro, like, you oh, know, okay, yeah, this I, is a, this is a we're at Dre's song and, for you. We're at Dre's and they played grind mode. Everybody's like, what the hell is this? Florida niggas was like, oh, wow. Yeah. In they, Vegas. We made it to Vegas. Yeah. Baby. Come on, man. Can you play trick? Anybody want to motherfucking die? Yeah. I'm so high was one of those songs in like that 08, 09 mix that it was like, I got to find someone to dance with. <laughs> Yeah, cause you gotta, you gotta, you gotta fucking. You know what I mean, like, you gotta, uh, then you gotta watch this nigga twirl. No, I'm talking about women. I was oh. in Lauderdale. I wasn't doing all you that. You wouldn't drop it, Nick. I'm, I'm not from Lauderdale. <laughs> not from Lauderdale. I'm not. From, so, like Nick, said. so niggas from niggas not from New York be Harlem shaking. I guess so. There you go. But you, if I ask you, you ever Harlem shake, nigga? I'm not not from New York. Hell yeah, Harlem shake. No, but I'm saying maybe oh. somebody would say that would be like my right, 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 right. That's your thing. I don't, yeah, I, I don't chicken noodle soup, nigga. I'm from the south. <laughs> yeah, I guess something nigga, like that. Rain and shit. What the fuck? <laughs> I love that dance too. <laughs> I liked all those dances. I did like the jerking dance. I did like, but the Lauderdale yeah. drop. It's too much knee work. You know what I mean? I, oh, big time. I'm not. Uh, big time. I don't have very good knees. Pause. It's a ten- so it's like it's a lot of. I like tandem dances. I don't know what that means. You know, two, it take two people to do it. Like, oh, the, like the kid and play. Okay. Lionel dropping. Yeah. Like that shit be cool sometimes. Yeah. But if, if you really kind of, you really kind of look at it, it's one dude holding another, <laughs> holding another dude while he dropped down, come up. He might do a little spin. The other nigga holding him like, yeah. <laughs> I know if niggas outside of Lauderdale went to like, maybe like Vegas and did that, people right. would be like, what the hell's going on? They'd probably do it with you though. Yeah. Low key. Vegas is one of those places like, oh shit, this is Oh, they cool. adapt quickly. You know what I mean? Everybody adapts to whatever is going on right, in the right, area, right, right. in vicinity. So But I mean in, in that same vein, we just had one of the biggest HBU, HBCU weekends in the oh, country. Yeah, we're Class, peace to FAMU, peace to BCC BCU. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I didn't even I don't even mean it like Ooh. that. It's just <laughs> trying to get us canceled. Right. You just you get you're just used to right, saying right, right. It a certain way. But anyway, peace to both colleges. Yeah. Um peak blackness. Word. You know what blackness. I mean? And you went to the game. Yeah. How was it? Did you go to the whole... Were you there for the whole game? I mean, I, like everybody else, the... After half. After half time. After, after the band, then it's like... What am I here for? Football game, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we still doing this? Right, like, the game's not over? There's so many other things I could be doing right now. That's the only negative. The band... I remember freshman year, it being like, oh, yeah, after after um, after um the band plays, you dip. So it was like, all right. I mean, respect to these... You know, 18, 20 year olds yeah, working hard trying to get to, get to, to the make next it to the level. league and stuff. But once that band's done, bro, it, like I'm done. Yeah, everything is very deflated. They, yeah, they just need to do like uh, college, two quarters. Right, and call it a day. <laughs> two quarters. And then uh, the band, uh, I mean, that's that's the grand finale, and we out. That would be kind of fly. But yeah. I will say the marching 100. Yeah, ain't nothing like it, boy. Wash. Downey. Palm olive, whatever wash you want to use, wash. Like it's it's just it's just not even close. Yeah, and we close. beat them forty-one twenty. So triple wash. So it's you know it's always you know great to see you guys. Right, 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 right. Get home safely. <laughs> Take this L with you. Right, get sit, home safely. Sit right next to you with this L. Right. So that's you know, but it's awesome that I didn't hear about any like problems, yeah, issues downtown. You yeah. know what I mean? We were downtown. This is true. I this didn't hear true. about anything, so that's always a positive as well. You know what I mean? Because any of those kind of weekends, any weekend that's a popping weekend, you're just always kind of like, oh, it could boy, go left. It could go left. 
quick. So I'm glad that there weren't any issues or anything. And if there were, then hopefully it wasn't anything too major that we just never, you know, we just didn't hear about. Yeah. Walking through, because, you know, parking like $20, $25 to park at, you know, Church in the Sun, Apostolic, wherever. They they making bread off that parking lot. But walking through the crowd, it it felt like um, going, you know, heading to the arena. It's so dope because you can see how much money is changing hands. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody's like, whether it's like shirts, food, you know, beverages, whatever, parking. The latest hustle was like niggas pull up with a golf cart and you can get carted from your parking lot to the game. That's like, some fly shit. Bro, that's the latest hustle. And I'm like, man, one thing about us, we going to find out how to make some money. Right. So if I got a golf cart in my neighborhood just to go to the store, I'll take the golf cart to the game, park that. Hey, 20 bucks, I'll take you from here to the arena. You could have them. Even having a golf cart to go to the store is some fly shit, low key. Uh, I mean, it sounds it sounds obviously essential, right? In a sense, maybe because you aren't gonna get a car, so you use that. Mm-hmm. But it's it's still like that's pretty economical, actually. I mean, that's, that's part smart. of that's part of my goals. Is to have a be, golf cart? Yep. It's to um, live in a community where ah. remember, we've talked about mm-hmm. this. Winter Gardens like that. Windermere is like that. Mm-hmm. Lake Butler is like that. Uh, it's just like, not even on the economical sense, it's just more or less like, I just ride a golf cart everywhere. That's just how I'm living. But, but you also play golf when right. you dabble in it. Right, right. You don't play like 18 holes yet. I've only done nine. I've only done nine. Uh, shit's frustrating. Mm. Because it's not, a, it's not a strong man's game. It's not a fast man's game. It's not mm. an athletics man game. It's just a game. Mm-hmm. And it's, <laughs> it's just a matter of like, that's why a lot of people like when they as they get older, they gravitate that way because now it's purely skill based. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you got to use this stick to hit this ball into this hole pause. And if you use the wrong stick, you hit it too hard. Right. Or you hit it too short. So now it's math involved. You got to kind of got down. It's a lot. Yeah. But it's it's dope when you get it right. Yeah. A few of my homies play. It's too hot outside for me to play golf. <laughs> Just, that's just not happening. I'll be honest with you. One, a, two, three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. It's a dope culture, man. It's yeah, it's it's fly. I'm glad that glad that that's something that you picked up and you're doing it. Oh yeah, because um, nigga got old. These knees and this ankle, right? <laughs> can't jab no more. That's right. it. Like we done. So I mean, but we still want to stay active. So we just transition over. Do you feel like your heart rate increases besides like the frustration of the shots? Like when you say like active, like exercise, is it because yeah. you're walking from the holes? No, I mean, technically you don't walk, you just cart, you just cart from hole to hole. Um, so what exercise is technically, I'm not, never mind. It's I get you. Important, it's not, it's not really a, as physical exercise. Like your heart rate right. doesn't go up. I'm, watch, I'm watching it. Like it's more mental fatigue. Okay. That makes sense. Physical fatigue. But that's still good too, because your mind is racing as you're getting Continue older. to go. So, Alzheimer's, you know what I mean? Like right. that kind of stuff you can kind but of you know, escape from. Most sports is 90%. Right. Or whatever that ratio is. Mm-hmm. It's percentage of mental. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have IQ, then you just fucked. you just talented with nothing else. Right. Kind of like Westbrook. I don't think so. <laughs> I think people like to give him that bad rap. Right. But I will say that I think his jump shot um, digressed. So that's why finishing at the basket digress too. I don't know what happened there. Yeah. Yeah. That does. It's not as. Yeah. Cause we're, I'm thinking 
you're probably thinking about like 2013 finals, mm -hmm. triple double year, Russ. Mm -hmm. But you know, obviously, we're getting older as they're getting older. So, depending on how your game matriculated as you got older, mm -hmm. will either keep you in the league or you get kind of phased out, phased out pretty much. So, that's why, like with Melo, I think it's always going to be like this. Yeah. Jumping in, jumping out. Mid-range game. Jumping out. Like one of the best mid-range games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you seen Dwight in um, Taiwan? <laughs> I've seen him over there playing with kids, bro. He's, he's wilding <laughs> over there, bro. Like, he's clearing <laughs> niggas like, right. nah, I'm running offense. Yeah. I've never seen Dwight play points. Play center. the one. And not just play the one, but walk right into a J, like into a three. Like, who is this nigga? He hit four. I was like, Calling plays six and twenty five. <laughs> what this? the fuck is this? <laughs> Taco Fall is playing in China, I think. Damn, he moved quick. I didn't. Know he's wilding over there too. Man, you gotta just go where the bag is. Man, Dwight had that shit looking like Harlem Globetrotters out there, the way he was just like, I was like, is this staged? Is this the same Dwight? And it was, and it wasn't like a blowout. It was a close game. Man. He like single handedly brought them niggas back to overtime and won the game. I was like, and that shit was packed. Man, and he was balling, balling. I saw the highlights. I was like, but you know, that's that just goes to show you like the NBA, like really it's right. on a coach per coach mm -hmm. kind of structure. And you got to play within that structure. When the coach is just like, go, you know, green light. Cause we yeah, all, did you play um, organized? Yeah. I, all my coaches used to say, no, well, one used to say no hot dogging, which is basically, no, yeah. no, and one shit. Mm. Other coaches, <laughs> other coaches, they they kind of say the same thing. But some coaches be like going wild out. And once they take that, once that chain is off you, boy, I mean that bit like, you know what yeah. I mean, going crazy. But that's what happened to him. It's like, yo, nah, do your thing, play how you want to play. I mean, I'm pretty sure they have some structure, some plays. But when they told him to just be you, he got to live out his you know one dreams. Right. Of being the, you know, being yeah, the one. do all of this now because nobody's going to really be able to hold him anyway. And like, then, wow, and then the NBA is looking like, did we fuck up? Yeah, because, you know, obviously sooner or later, he's going to come back. That's normally how they do it. They come, they play out. Um, I don't know. That money tax free, brother. Right. But you don't know how much money he's actually getting in mm. the sense of professional basketball players in Taiwan. Right. right, right you know right, what right. I'm saying? Like, I don't think you're making millions and everybody... He has to be making millions. I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not counting niggas money, but I don't I just don't think professional basketball players in Taiwan are making a million dollars. Well millions of dollars. It has I to because he's a just, he's a massive draw now. So they had to give him a bag. Yeah, but like I'm thinking in a sense of the infrastructure of the country. <laughs> they just don't got it. <laughs> I just don't you know what I'm saying? Like, where do we get millions from to pay this nigga? Kind of. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I said, I don't know their economics, but right. it doesn't make sense to you. He's not like, really. It's not, it's not adding. Like if you tell me China, then I'd be like, yeah, China got billions of right, people. Right, it's a communist right. kind of regime. So money can get allocated wherever it wants. But what's the conversion rate? Yen to dollars? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I could look, but I don't know. It, the, All I, I do know is the euro is a dollar. Oh, I think it's like a dollar five to the to the US, US dollar. Yes, Sursky. That shit <laughs> used to be like a dollar forty. Damn. You don't even realize it until you check your account. Like, oh, sh damn, nigga. 
<laughs> Inflation. Yeah, they got me. You had an interesting. Um, well, on the we'll stay on the topic of the classic. We went to um, we had a, we went and had a good time at Carpe Diem day party. One dollar is a hundred forty one Japanese yen. Okay, so the conversion rate here is where he'd make his money. Yeah, pretty much. That's fair. Keep going. My bad. Yeah. So we went to a day party. I hadn't been to a day party in a long time. It's my first time going to a day party. I hadn't um, been out in like four months. Yeah. 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 Tell us about that, brother. Going out again? Yeah. Um, It was good because like it was a lot of people that I hadn't seen in a while. Right. And sometimes, you know, I guess like just like with life, you get, you know, different pockets of people. Mm-hmm. So whenever these situations come where it's like a party, it's almost like, you know what? I'm just going to round everybody yeah, yeah, and yeah. see who can make it and stuff like that. That's normally how I end up mobbing. Nice. Because it makes it easier so that way I can see everybody and then just kind of go back just to what chill. you're doing. Mm-hmm. So it was good because me and you hadn't been out um, shit, since Months. your birthday. Yep. That's, that's, we're in November. Aren't we in November? We're in November. Yeah, we're in yep. November now. So that's five Six months, five months ago. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the last time I was out. Downtown was five, five months wow. ago. Downtown, um, <clears throat> to your credit, though, downtown has been hot. Yeah. But it's crazy. cooled down now. Yeah, it feels like it's a little low right now. Yeah, yeah. So Thank that God. was good. Um, It was good to see everybody, mostly. Right. It was good to see everybody drink. We drank a lot. We drank a shit ton. Quite a bit. Of, of the wrong. <laughs> Hennessy and tequila. So that's when, you know, I remember in college, one of my homies were like, that mixing shit, that's a myth. Right. If you eat and you drink water and you do all that, Mm. you'll be fine. If you don't drink and eat, then you're going to be fucked up. Yeah. Whether you mixed or didn't mix. True, 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 true. So. I mixed. I was on my ass. Did you eat? I ate. But I had pizza. Before? Yep. Did you eat after? After I had Gringos. Because remember, I went to the thing at the milk district. Yes. So I ate before and after. Is there a name for tequila in Hennessy? Is that Hulk? No, that's hypnotic. Yeah, I don't know. It was on my ass. I don't drink tequila very often unless, like, a situation presents itself. (laughs) And lately. Las Vegas. Yeah, like a year. Like, I hadn't drank it in, like, maybe a decade. Decade plus until last year. Just started drinking tequila. Yeah, I just started back last November, actually. So it's a year now. Yeah. I just started drinking tequila. Uh, Tequila, sugar-free Red Bull. That's what you were drinking? When I jumped back in the game, when I first, I was like, oh, why why do people drink tequila? I drank tequila. I was like, this is why. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Tequila really bring the Miami out. Oh, there you go. It's it's Dade County time on the tequila. I still like to just do brown. I'm still a brown guy. Me too. I'm a whiskey guy. You know this. But I feel like when I'm outside, tequila is tequila. Tequila is 95 in the school zone. There you go. We getting there. (laughs) We getting there. We getting there fast. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we did like so many shots. I think I counted like nine at one point. That you did? That all of us did. It wasn't just ah shit. What I'm, did not, I do? I'm not doing nine shots by myself, brother. No it's way. Several shots. Several shots. A little bit of loud. 
big loud. Shout out to the bouncers. <laughs> bouncer was like, do you think? I think we were the only one in there like that. I think so. Hot boxing in there. Mm. Good times, bro. Yeah, that was a good time. The homie had on. Oh, I, I, was... <laughs> I did not know the parallels between Brooklyn and Miami. There are there are a lot of parallels. And I didn't realize this until to the homie was like, nah, you from Brooklyn. Brooklyn's the Miami of New York. I was like, is it? Is Brooklyn the Miami of New York? Harlem is. Harlem. Yes. Harlem's the Miami of New York. I could agree. Homie had on a white, white denim jacket. Was that a silk shirt? Well, it was actually cream. Oh, okay, right. It was like a creamish white. Right, right, right. More white. But in the club, yeah. I just see white. Yeah, it was definitely yeah, it was closer to white. Right. I guess. Silk shirt. I think it was no, I think it was just one of those button up things. It Look like silk to me. Okay. What is that? Velvet? <laughs> several chains, several rings. Not just at the bottom. Because you know it's a mentality that comes with the grill. Bottom grill, hey, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm just chilling, bro. That's what that's just whiskey. I'm just chilling. When you put all 16 in like that, top and the bottom, I'm trying to say something. I'm trying to say it real loud. <laughs> That's what you was on. Break it down for the people, bro. When you were getting ready. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. When you were getting ready, <laughs> what what songs playing? Because I'm still, I'm still Usher, You Don't Have to Call. That's mm-hmm. my get ready song. Till this day. Mm-hmm. In the AirPod. When you were getting ready, where, where were you at, bro? Like, walk us through it. <laughs> I knew this. I was gonna be honest, bro. Okay, so this because <laughs> you was on, you was on some time, bro. You was on some time, bro. Okay, so I was supposed to go to an all white party Word. the week before. Word. I was supposed to go to dinner on Blanc. Okay, but it got canceled because of the hurricane. Mm. So I was like, shit. I literally bought this jacket. For this thing. Mm. So I was like, fuck it. I'm wearing it next week. Yeah. 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 So the whole week, this was in my mind. Like, I put this jacket on. It's going to be a lot. (laughs) It's just going to be a lot. I know how it goes. Right. I just know how it goes. Of course. Um, So I was like, "Eh, maybe I'll wear something else. And then like, this is honest to God, true story. I saw George, a George Harrison picture of some wild shit that he was wearing to the studio to play music. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We're wearing the jacket. God damn it. We're wearing the fucking jacket. <laughs> uh, I pressed him in the section. I was like, bro, you got to do the Quincy Jones, Michael Jackson spin, bro. And Quincy was like, Mike, and Mike said, man, all right, man, I got you, dog. Because <laughs> it was me, he and KG. Right. I was like, bro, you got to do it, bro. Mike was like, all right, bro. <laughs> yeah, so it was just, I was just, honestly, we were getting ready. I was just listening to her loss. Right. But I would just, I'm, I swear to God, bro, as soon as I got out the whip. Yeah. When we were like walking towards. I seen y'all Vane. walking up, bro. Vane, no, not Vane. It's not called Vane. Celine. Celine, yeah. When we were walking around, walking to Celine, I was like, help P. You decided to put the jacket on, brother. So, this is just how it's going to go tonight. Entourage shit. I seen it. 
I said, when you walked out, this nigga got on a white. I ain't never seen a white denim jacket before. With the flaneur patch. I was like, ugh. Yeah. I'm going to press them later. <laughs> I'm going to press them later. <laughs> not right now. Not, not while we in the line. <coughs> yeah, that was, I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Yeah. But also shout out to KG and the homies, man. That was Word. good all times. Good yeah. It was all love in the section, yeah, man. It was, it was a lot of people. Big chilling. It was about Big like chilling. 15, maybe like eight, 15 to 18 yeah. people. Yeah, in and out. Yep, it was chilling, bro. So that was good. That was Everybody dope, had a good time. Everything went well. Yeah. Besides all the BS in the beginning, but hey, that's Politics. how it goes. 08 so, mix was in full effect. Yeah. And I was so, I'll be honest, bro. I was so like, I, know. I, I, honest to God, I remember like five songs playing where I was like, oh, and then we were there for five hours. I remember 25 to 30 minutes. It felt like we were there and it was done. Okay. So everybody felt like kind of the same. Cause I was like, I don't really remember the songs. Bro. Tequila, bro. Yeah. 90, we 90 in the school same. zone. Yeah. That thing was like mirror. I, I really felt like we were there for 30 minutes. Like we got in politics. Then we sat down. First shot. Second shot. Then we're out of tequila. Then it was Henny shots. Then we got more tequila. Then it was back to tequila. Then it was back to Henny. After that, I went. I went to the next thing, and I sat down, and I was stuck, homie. I was just sitting there, and it was it was on my piano, so such good vibes. But and I just was closed my eyes, and I was just like, just vibing, bro. Like I was legitimately stuck, and I thought to myself, why did I mix tequila and Hennessy? Yeah, that was. And then the other shoulder was like, we're doing this shit again, bro. Soon. <laughs> Soon. I told you, huh? Soon. Yeah, I, I, that was the first time I've ever mixed right. Hennessy and tequila. Because like I said, I don't drink tequila. I normally only do one shot right. of tequila right. now. And that was, that was the most tequila I've had. Shit. Maybe since like 06, 07. Bro, two, two bottles of a Tron? Yeah. Don Julio. Oh, it was Don. It yeah, Don, yeah. Two Dons. You want to know who really was? KG was out of there. Word. I was I was talking with Mickey, mm-hmm. and there were points where my dog KG, love you, bro. KG was like, I was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my guy is feeling it, boy. Yeah, but everybody was like that. Yeah, everybody and, had like everybody was kind of like, oh shit, we yeah, are fucked up. Cause see, I didn't mix the loud. With the brown and the white. Yeah. That's a sandwich I'm not eating. There you go. But y'all, yeah, it, was, it was Whataburger in that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody was having a really good time. That was a really good time. Shout out to uh, Carpe, Carpe Diem. Yeah. That was yeah, a good yeah. time. They always, you know, they always throw really, really good parties. So, shit, it was just another one. Right. Um, But yeah, like I said, I was only, I was listening to Herloff when I was getting ready to for that um party. That's really the only thing I've been kind of listening. Mm, not really. Uh, there's a lot of music that came out. I right. listened to Nas's album, Drake's album. Yeah. Who else came out? Somebody else dropped an album. Roddy. His album dropped? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I haven't spanned it yet. I saved it, I but I haven't spanned it yet. I've been nervous about his album. <laughs> He's been on the- Exactly. So that's why it's like, if this one's not good, it's like, oh, man. Yeah. But sometimes it's hard to follow Keep up your 
Not everybody can Drake this shit. No. No. Just, just no. Yeah. Not everybody can. You sent me a very interesting text. Here we go. You said, classic. Her loss, classic. Mm-hmm. You said you needed a few more weeks to kind of listen to it a little bit more before yep. you... Really dialed in Stamp on it. it. Yeah. And I had to call you. I was like... Right. I was like... <laughs> We were just texting. What happened? <laughs> and then, yeah. I was like, ring, ring, postman. <laughs> I was like, bro, classic? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you kind of, could you share with the with the people, like, to you, what is giving it, you know, what is making it more of, like, a classic to you? Because when I think classic, I'm thinking to Pimple Butterfly, like, I'm going down that lane. Mm-hmm. So for me, I do it, I grade music. Right. Especially if it's an album where I'm like, let me see if I'm, how I, how much I actually enjoy this music. Mm -hmm. And I break songs into three pieces. Okay. So I break it flow, which is uh, verse, verses and flow, Mm -hmm. beat and hook. Right. That's essentially the song. That's the sandwich. So every song gets three parts. Mm -hmm. So it depends on if you're hitting the three or if you're, you know what I mean? Some songs, you know, I like the verse, but I didn't like the beat. So you get two out of three. Got you. And then. That's a fair grading system. Yeah. Depending on if it's 15 songs and it's 45 points. You know, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm a school guy. That's so decent. It's just, that's decent. And then it's just a grade. Right. So depending on. Now I'll ask you. If. On a scale, if you did it like in a grading system. Yeah. What grade would be a classic album for you? Uh, A plus. So a 96 to 100. Or better. Yep. Okay. So a ninety, f- and I, and I think skip factor plays like like right beneath that as far as delivery, beat, hook, and then in its totality of the project, the skips. Right. How often I skip, or mm-hmm. if I just let it run like a rhapsody, you know what I right. mean? Right. So you would do yours in four in parts, fours, then, right? Which is fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So for me, when I did my grading for it. Mm-hmm. I got a 93.7. That'll get you a degree. So it's like, for, I don't, I don't grade it. So you, see, I asked you a question. You said 96. So yeah. that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. I never thought of it. A plus A, A minus. Right, Mine right. is just, if it's an A, right. then I can kind of, I can kind of give you that. Right, in right, the right, sense right. of that. Because a lot of people. What is an A? A is what? 90 or better? Which, if you're in public school, A is 90, 100. Okay. But 90 in private school is, is an A minus. Okay. Okay. So it just depends on what school you went to. So I love that. Once I went to public school, I was like, a 90? <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to work this system. <laughs> you heard. Anyway, so um, I was definitely getting a lot of 90s. Like, God damn it. Running it up. B plus boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck <laughs> um, anyway, so, your parents don't want to see that B plus. <laughs> Still have PTSD. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> I B. <laughs> um, so for me, I gave it a ninety three point seven. Right. If you round it up, you know, what sure, I mean? sure. you know, you want that A. Come on, teacher, just, give me just, the ninety four. Just give me that. A. What's this? What's this minus? Used to be a minus. Now it's a plus. <laughs> exactly. So um, so that's why I grade it in a sense of classic. Mm-hmm. For him, mm. because it's not like in a sense, because when you when you're doing it, I'm not doing it in a sense of comparing it to other classic albums. Right. I'm more so comparing it to his 
his discography got his you. discography yeah. of classic albums because yeah. everybody's classics are going to be different you know what i'm saying um so for that that's why i think there was only a few where it was like mid not even mid where it was like two out of three mm. i liked everything except one little part right so i i liked the Travis Scott song, the, or the song where Travis Scott is on, yeah. I don't like his verse. Pussy and Millions. So I just cut his thing so I can't give you three out of three if that's part Flaco, of the verses. Flacacita. So I'll just song. give you two out of three for that. Yeah, yeah. See, and that's a song that you like. For me, it's like, I could do without it. I, I, I like you like the first half. Travis, I like the beat on Travis's part because the beat goes heavy on the 808s. But it, like you said, his verse was a little... Eh. Yeah, I could have did another Drake first. Right, exactly. It's like I get what he's doing because yeah. of everything that's happening yeah, with yeah. Travis. You know, I mean, they're homies. You know, you know, he gave sickle mode, so I'm gonna give you. Yeah, Drake is king cosign. Yeah, like I'm gonna help you, you out. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna help you out. It's like the ultimate big homie to these niggas. Right, right. Um, that's why I, I, I was always like, damn, if he gets in beef with like Rocky, that's not good because he kind of brought Rocky out to the to the to the masses. Right. Anyway, that's not important. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, and the thing that I enjoyed the most about this album is the fact that <clears throat> if you, did you ever watch the, uh, he did a, he did a podcast with, he who Drake? yeah, mm-hmm. B-Dot and the light skin guy, Rap Radar. Negative. Okay. He did a podcast with them like two years ago. Okay. I feel like this was like before views, maybe mm-hmm. before after view, after mm-hmm. views, mm-hmm. like when he first got the crib and all that wild shit in Canada right. that he has. Right. And he said, like, now I just feel like we're going to really see, like, who's outside and who's not really outside. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of these niggas, they're not really like that anymore. Right. Like, J. Cole is, like, married. Kendrick is doing whatever he's doing. Like, right. he named these people. Right. He's like, like, I'm still outside. I'm still like, here. I'm yeah. still out here doing and my he, shit. He's, he's right. He's been relevant this whole time. Yeah. So, for me, I think the raps is what really kind of... Especially comparing to the other albums, I don't know if it's maybe like his beat selection for this mm-hmm. was more or less like if you're reading this, it's too late. Okay, because that's my last, like, if I'm when I think of classic album for him, All right? That's the last his one. last real. Okay, because I really liked if you're reading this is it was too late. Mm-hmm. Nothing was the same. Take care. Okay. Everything else is just like good, but it's right, not right. like once I'm comparing it to those, it's like no, 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 Take care was like take care was really one of those. Yeah, so it's like once you comparing them, and then you put that four factor with the skips. Right. Some of his albums, it's like I, it's a good song, but I could do without this song. That's fair. I I enjoy the album. Um, I think I, you and I were talking about it, uh, and. You know that that meme where it's like at zero zero one Drake fans be like, oh, it's the greatest album ever. But you know, as soon as it kind of came on, right, it was like, Shit. you're good. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as it came on, it was like, because if you're honest, bro, I have a playlist on my phone that are only Drake intros. Hmm. Like, oh, you gotta send that to me. Some of the best, some of his best music are his intros. Yeah. Bro. Um, how much time is he going to spend on the intro? And I'm yeah. like, yeah. And I've explained this to somebody else, too. One of the best bars I've ever heard, like, on views, it was one of the first things he said. And I had to pause it because it hit me so hard. It was like, uh, all of my let's just be friends are friends I don't have anymore. Yeah. And I, I was like, damn. Yeah. That's real life. 
like all of my everybody who's like who's told me let's just be friends or everybody that I've told let's just be friends nowhere that was it yeah and then I'll and then I played the rest but his his intros have been dope so to this album you know buy a zip of weed get 10 niggas in the club I think that's Nudie in this bit who I think that's Young Nudie. Oh, nice. nice One of the guys I used to listen to a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, Slime Don. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I think that's, I feel like that's him. But you know, Hit Boy, y- Lil Yachty, they had a lot to do with this album. Hit Boy? Mm-hmm. Hit Boy did this too? He had a lot to do with this album, yep. Don't bullshit me, my, my <laughs> Don't bullshit me, my brother. The internet is at your fingertips. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Lil Yachty basically has been living with Drake. No, I know Lil Yachty. Mm-hmm. But keep going with the, you can keep going. But yeah, but you hear that because when we saw the cover for um, Honestly Nevermind, this is what we imagined. Mm-hmm. You know, some like real like, because Tay Keith is also on this album a lot. Mm-hmm. So you got Hit Boy Tay Keith. It's like, this shit go. Right. But you hear the 21, can you do something for me? And it's, I think what he's saying is like, let's collab. Mm-hmm. Like this is This is probably the conversation that happened. Do your thing. And he's like, nah, man, you know, you, you, blah, blah, blah. He's like, nah, do your thing, 21, do your thing. This is what I'm imagining. Mm-hmm. And then 21 goes Yellow off. diamonds in the watch. Bro, for, for Drake to be Drake and this the first verse, a lot. and the first verse you hear is 21, I think that's a lot of humility on his part. Yeah. To know that you the, you actually the plug, right. the big homie. But nah, you go first. You go first. And then from send there. Send a bitch a dot. Bro. That's how you, that's get, how you shot. get shot, oh, bro. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing it. And I'm like, okay, 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 what we doing? And then you can tell Take Heat is on it because the beat switch. Mm-hmm. And then it goes, boom. And then from there, you then you go for major. <sighs> that verse, Drake's verse on um on um Rich Flex. Crazy. Uh, it lets you know, like, I was like, uh, right. That was right. a hell of a pocket, boy. <laughs> <laughs> he caught that pocket, bro. Bro, I was it. And it, it went there, and then it kept going. It yeah. kept going, and it kept going. It was, a, it was you know, it's a couple couple skips in there, because you know, twenty one. If he's not t- talking like real, real gangster shit, he was very vulnerable in a lot of songs. You know what I mean? It's kind of like talking about what it's like to be rich in relationships, stuff like that. I appreciate that, but talk that murder shit, bro, because that's really what I want to hear from you, right? Let Drake do the soft stuff. But yeah, his verse on um. <clears throat> His ver um twenty one's verse on major distribution. Yeah. Up there. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> bro. That shit caught me by surprise. I'm yeah. not even gonna lie to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I listen, I've been listening to him from the beginning, like mm-hmm. since when he first started, obviously. Yeah. But nah, bro. So yeah, man. So sometimes when you listen to music, it 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 sticks with you no mm-hmm. matter how long you haven't heard it. Right. It still reminds you of the first time you heard it. I right. remember you posted something, or did you? You said it on the last podcast right. about the Kirk Franklin album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You so, thought she would have been good, but as soon as you heard it, it was like, oh, no, nah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not okay. I'm, like, I was more grateful. Right. Because hearing that album now not being in the same place when I was hearing it then, it was just like, because, you know, you get so busy, like, moving and working, et cetera. And then you had like your struggle albums or your breakup albums, mm-hmm. like those type of things. Then you hear it when you're not in that place anymore. And it's like, damn, I remember where I was when I listened to this. I was not good. Right. Then it's like you hear it now and you're better. And it's like, damn, bro, I, I'm actually doing okay out here. Things so. are better. Life is better. Um, 
What would you say are like some of the albums that kind of kind of have that hold on you or like kind of mm. describe you in a sense? All right. Or do you have those? I, I definitely have them. Okay. In no particular order. Yeah, not your first favorite album. There's no way favorite. I could. I right. could um, Super Duper Fly. There you go. Missy. Uh-huh. Slim Shady LP. Mm-hmm. Eminem. Trey Songs. Ready. He's in a lot of trouble right now. But- <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> Should have said that one last. <laughs> but but um, Ready as an album... Is that hold on? I'm sorry. Side side note. Yeah. Is that why you said no particular order so people don't think that that's like your third you know, album? When it, you know when you you write stuff down and you think about it and then when you hit it and you realize you're on wax, he's like, uh, if I say this, people gonna think I'm wild. <laughs> <laughs> but I have you know it's like people who like TP2.com. You know what I mean? R. Kelly. That's when I hit it hard from the back. That's the first thing he said. Mm-hmm. Like that album. It's crazy but you have to be able to separate the art from the artist so Trey Songs Radio I know exactly where I was where I was living what I was doing where I was working how much money I had all of that that Ready album was whew. Jupiter Love you don't like R&B like that this type of R&B nah Jupiter Love was one of them ones R&B lovers y'all know what I'm talking about Graduation is that your favorite Yay album yes mine too um, Flashing Lights is my favorite hip hop song of all time, mm-hmm. all time. And uh, Mister Don't Play. That's the uh, Project Pat. Yeah, Project Pat. That each one of those albums, I could tell you exactly where I was, what I was doing, how much money I had. Um, whew. that rotation right there was is like, yeah, Slim Shady LP was actually the first album I bought with my own money. Oh, okay. I bought Slim Shady LP and I bought Ludacris back for the first time at Sam Goody, mm. downtown Orlando. Mm-hmm. 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 What about you? Uh, let's see. One would be same thing. No, no particular, particular order. order. Anybody wilding on this list? <laughs> I don't think so. So we can pre can pre not cancel ourselves. All right. Um. Nah. Nobody's wilding. Every mm-hmm. every no. Everybody's. Everything's good. Got you. I would say Black Album, Jay-Z. What a time. Yeah. Black Album, Jay-Z. Um, an Evening with Belafonte and Makiba. Okay. It's an album with Harry Belafonte and Miriam Makiba. Wow. Phenomenal like album. That. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, Bad Michael Jackson. That's that's my favorite Michael that's Jackson. That's number album. one. Yeah, that's my favorite Michael if Jackson. If anything album. is in order, everything is after bad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, Beatles Revolver. Okay. That's my favorite Beatles album. They actually just dropped a, it's like a, it's like a 50 year, 60, well, maybe 70. Doesn't matter. They dropped this wild vinyl disc CD booklet set that I just Did you, copied. did you listen to the, the Thriller 40th anniversary? Mm-hmm. Oh, did I? <laughs> Man. Were, were those demos? Have you heard those before? Nah. Bro, I've never heard those songs. Only... People used to talk about Starlight because that's what Thriller was supposed to be called. Yeah. But I, nobody had ever heard it unless you're like in the YouTube world. world. Yeah, it's yeah. in it's in YouTube. You can get it. But you just have to like kind of get in the rabbit hole to know these songs. Yeah, I'm listening to these. For those of y'all that don't know, uh, 40th anniversary Thriller, they, re- they released it. And it had, was it like eight, nine? Yeah, nine. Or, Se- yeah. Several demos that are either unreleased or unheard unless 
you a vinyl head. Right. You know, or really like a mic, like really mic stand stand. But I'm listening to these songs. I'm like, I've never heard a whisper about these songs. I feel like I'm listening to a whole new album. Right. Yeah. Like a double disc, basically. And then you re- it, it was it wild to you because you realize like, yeah, these songs don't hit like what was on Thriller, boy. No. These mm-hmm. shits don't hit. You That's can, why these songs weren't on Thriller. You can tell why they're B-sides. Yep. It's like, because like these, they, I mean, they, I mean, they Mike. Right. And they Quincy. But it's, it's not. It's like, you know, sometimes you think like in 82 when somebody's like, oh shit, um, Thriller's dropping and you press it and you're like, I, wait a minute. What the fuck is going on here? I would have loved. I would have loved to be alive when Thriller dropped or when Bad dropped. I was I was blessed to be alive for all the TV specials. Mm-hmm. Back when Mike used to shut NBC down. Yeah. Yep. I remember those. Like I was blessed to be no commercials. You watching the whole thing at one time on like network TV. Yep. Who does that? Yep. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I was great like seeing Mike play and seeing Mike on TV. Like I remember being a kid seeing that. But to be alive to like take the the cellophane off the vinyl, yeah, put it, drop the needle, and it's like, I was like, I bet people were like, who is this guy? Yeah, like, what the fuck is <laughs> happening? Because I asked my parents, because um, my parents were in New York yeah. during these times, yeah. So I asked my parents like when the Motown special, yeah, twenty five. My dad said, man. The next day, it was like everybody was just in a daze. Like, wow. what the hell was that? What was he doing? Like, wow. he said it was just, he said it was always just incredible watching all of those specials that we we're just talking about that we wish we had been to. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember listening to Bad and no, no lie, bro. I was listening to it so much as a kid. I thought that was the album that had like just dropped. Right. And I'm like, this is, I'm like, this is like 92. Yeah, yeah. Should have dropped five. That shit dropped before <laughs> I was born. But the longevity on it was crazy. Yeah, so it was just so awesome. Um, but that just shows the the powerful artist that Michael Jackson was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we um no. So bad. So you had bad. A word. Black. You album. have one more. Oh, and then um, best of Sam Cooke. Yellow cover. Mm. I don't know if you ever seen. No. Have you listen to Sam Cooke? No. Have you ever listened to? I mean, I know of Sam Cooke. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He's probably, he's the, he may be the greatest male singer, of like, all time. of all time. Wow. Like, he was one of those. Yeah, he yeah. was a, one of those for real, for real, for real. That era of, like, the David Ruffins, Sam Cooke, Marvin Gaye's, you know, Teddy P's. Yeah. Like, that era of, like, niggas with no real lineup. You know what I mean? It's just hair. You know what right. I mean? Just hair just going back. here, baby. <clears throat> Because we bought a house in Decatur and it had, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, she passed, but she had this vinyl collection. Wow. Like an insane, I'm just like thumbing through. I've, I saw everything in there but Mike and I'm just like pulling up random ones. She had like Patty, she had te- like an OG, think of an OG's vinyl collection. Right. And as I'm thumbing through this, I'm like, man, I can't wait to really like take these out one by one. I'm just like pulling out random ones. Right. But I know that was such an insane era. The whole part. I mean, I have I have a classic vinyl player here, but the whole process of like putting it on there, dropping the needle, like Pressing it, yeah, so crazy. I mean, we have so much convenience now to just boom, boom, play it. You right. know what I mean? Yep. But when you play vinyl, 
you you were making a decision. This is what I'm about to listen to. Right. This is it's the scratch. It's right. The, there's no bass unless you're connecting it to 2020. Right. I mean, technology It's just music, it's pure just music. music. Yeah. Um, but I know that that had to be an insane time to to be able to just like buy a 45 and just Keep play it. Moving. And then just, yeah, crazy, man. God music. bless the vinyl era. Like, mm. I would love to be a vinyl collector, but it's like so that shit is a lot. Yeah, <laughs> because now it's vintage and everybody's doing it. Yeah. You know, my dad has a wild vinyl collection as well. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, he has. Um, My dad's really into music, so he has like a lot of those. Um. The wildest one I th- I saw was he had the uh, it's like the funeral procession of Martin Luther King Damn. on vinyl. I was like, how would you have this? I want to get some sun. You know Sun Ra? Yeah, I want to get some Sun Ra vinyl. Okay, because that man was ahead of his time. Yeah, way ahead of to, yeah to be from Alabama and be on that type of time. Right, that's a lot. Like where? What are your influences? Oh, word, that's true. Yeah, I'd I'd love to. Yeah, because that's before. Everything. Any of that stuff. So Everything. where did you even hear that stuff? To be honest, yeah, I mean, I mean, parents. LSD, of course, but right, and especially in the mushrooms, because I think probably the, the grass yeah, areas. That that whole Egyptian space correlation. Oh yeah, that's LSD, baby. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the sky. That's drugs, drugs. Yeah, big drugs. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. That is a word. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh yeah, yeah. That that you know, some of that stuff really enhanced the music, though. Yeah. Even in the playing of it, it just of enhanced it. Obviously, there was the cons, which is obviously addiction the part, right? Where, but I guess that's actually it. It always sucks that, that when they get engulfed in it. That's the unfortunate part of like that era of music. Like drugs were so prevalent, right? So accessible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching. Um, it wasn't necessarily a. Uh, was it, it? It was either James Brown. No, it was Rick James. Um, Rick James went to a Sly Family Stone concert, mm-hmm. and uh, he went to, you know, he got backstage, went, went to go see him, and he said Sly was just over, hunched over, just on, you know, whatever he was on, and James was like, "Man, I hope I never get like that." But that's just like that whole era, man, with that, with the. What was just available. Yeah, was you know what I mean? Rock and roll. That shit ran through that that whole era of music, bro. Yeah. I mean, but it to the credit of the drugs, there's a lot of walls that were broken. Right. Exactly. Creatively. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? But at the same time, the sacrifice for those walls being broken were, you know, lives of people dying before twenty five. Mm-hmm. We got some great music right. out of it. It's a sad part about it, you know, because a lot of times these people that are making this music, it's like their outlets. Yeah. But then they use the drugs as another outlet to get to the outlet. And then it just, you know, it's all like mental, you know what I mean? Diseases and addiction and stuff. So it's always very sad when you see these drugs kind of take these people from right. earth technically or from, you know, living and stuff. Because so. it, it, gives, it gives you what you want. It gives you the inspiration. But then it's the residual effects that, I mean, addiction is addiction, man. You know what I mean? And, I think there's nothing more powerful than addiction in and at least in our race. Yeah. Once you're addicted to something, it's you lose control of thought, action, yeah. everything. Yeah. That's shit. It's very, it's very detrimental that, when I, you're, I think when that, you're addicted the, to something. That's the bane of our race. You know what I mean? Addiction to sex and pornography leads to rape. You know what I mean? Addiction to all these things, like that's kind of crazy, man, when you think about it. 
When you uh, say race, you're talking about the human race? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's very, you're right. When you're addicted to anything, you're not even thinking clear anymore. Not at all. The addiction kind of runs your life. You're addicted to power, then you do anything to keep it. You you commit genocide because that's all Adolf wanted. He wanted power. Right. Control. So you want to kill off a whole population of people just so you can have control. It's like that's an addiction to power. So <clears throat> you addicted to sugar, you're going to be a patat. Yeah, that's on that's on you. Yeah, that's true. That's on you. So it's, it's kind of crazy when you think about it. Just you got to figure out. You know what I mean? I remember somebody used to say like, "Your vice doesn't pick you." I mean, you don't pick your vices; your vice picks mm, you. You know what I mean? That's and deep. once it does, you're done. That shit can just hold on to you, and unless you like realize like you have these problems, issues, or right. whatever, whatever it is, you know. So, and that's a that's a tough decision to make to be like, okay, I'm addicted to social media so i'm gonna tell him personally i was addicted to social media mm-hmm. so i don't i don't have notifications on right so i check it when i want to check it mm-hmm. not, not it telling me hey check me right right because if you leave the notifications on instagram gonna hit you up every 30 minutes not right. even for a notification gonna be like yo world yp just posted something mm-hmm. just to, just to have you like oh what did he post right and, and now you're watching what this <laughs> post. now you're looking and, at food stuff. right and now and for an hour you just <laughs> yeah you're right yeah, I don't have any notifications either. It's it's the I think I mean I wouldn't tell adults what to do. Y'all do what y'all want to do. Right. But if you want to take control, turn those notifications off. Mm-hmm. Secondly, and I post I just posted this to curate your timeline to match your mindset or your timeline is going to tell you how to think and move. How are you curating your timeline? So you can do a few things. Um, so Instagram has like the favorites list. Well, you can add a person to your favorites and then you can switch your timeline to just your favorites. Because you know how they have the, they have like the close friends, the green bubble. Uh So all you got to do is click the top where it says Instagram and it'll have your favorites. So what I do is all of my like wealth building, um, real estate, stuff like that. I start there in the morning. Click it to the favorites before I go to the, you know, funny things and stuff like that. If I'm going to be on social first thing in the morning, I want to at least be motivating myself, getting some sort of like something. Right. Nerd, substance. Some, yeah. Some substance from it. I mean, it's, I'm still. Right. Right. Doing the same thing. Justifying it by saying, hey, this is helping my mindset. Yeah. But then when you get into like the other stuff, now, you you know, Jasmine brand, shade room, all that shit just starts to pop up. Mm-hmm. And Instagram was like, you like this? What about this? You like that? What about this? Oh. And now it's like 30 minutes of me just like, la, 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 la. I like this too. Right. <laughs> Laughing, following mm-hmm. stuff. But that's how I curate my timeline. And I, I constantly purge. Like, people I don't talk to no more. People who ain't posting nothing. Bunch of party flyers, like stuff like that. So you just keep removing it. Yeah. yeah so you don't have to always see it. Right, right. Like flooding your brain. Almost yeah. And I, I don't necessarily unfollow people. It's just like a little mute. Just like, hmm. see you later. Story and post. Sometimes it's healthy to do that. You don't have to be so like damning, damning, and just remove them. Because that phone call would be that phone call would be on the way. We good? Yeah, we good. Good. Oh, you just unfollowed me. I didn't. Damn, you know I unfollowed you. Somebody hit you about that? It happens, especially like on Twitter. But has someone like actually hit you about this? It's not a call. It's a text or any of that. Yeah, text. Yeah. What did you say? Yeah, we good. And then when they said, yeah, because you unfollowed me, now where is the conversation going? 
That's no, awkward as shit. No, I just say social media isn't real. Then what do they say? So mm. if it's not real, then why did you unfollow me? I mean, it's the, such this, a weird rabbit hole to ask someone why <laughs> you follow me. Like, I mean, it's entitlement at its finest. Right, because that means you have that app. I remember that one app where you can see who people on when people unfollow right, you. Right. I didn't know people were still doing that. Because you know, not everybody's sitting at X amount of followers. So some people are follow for follow. Mm-hmm. They got five hundred followers. They follow five hundred people. Right. So that's the thing. Like I remember this. Like what year is this? Twenty two. I remember these conversations and these aspects mm-hmm. in like fourteen. Yeah. 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 But 2014, 2015, but I didn't know like these same things were still things. They are. Because, oh, you know, wow. people okay. put, it's a lot of value on social media. Some people realize that social media is a tool for you to either get money or yeah. learn how to get money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fact. If you're using social media for anything other than that, then social media is using your ass. Mm-hmm. So, um, if it's not teaching me something or if it's not, like, if I just feel like you're just a toxic all the time, toxic all the time, niggas ain't shit. Da, da, da. You know, I'm good. I'm good. Right. I don't want to see all that. Yeah. But do you. I'm not going to tell you to stop doing it. Hey, could you not post that? That's me being entitled. Right. I just remove myself from that. From that whole yeah. entire mess. Keep doing your thing. You know, much respect to what you're doing. I don't want to see that shit, though. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to protect yourself and your psyche. That's it. Especially it's, in this day and age. Bro, because it's so easy for you to, like, social media to tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're comparing yourself to so much. That's really social media telling you, oh, you're not good enough. Or you're right. not at your age. Look what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That shit is, I don't want to say 90% cap. It's it's a lot of cap, though. Yeah. Yeah, we had some guys in here recording recently. Um, I'm not going to give away their content, but. They were entrepreneurs or are entrepreneurs. And they were like, yeah, you know, sometimes I wake up and my account is in the negative, but I got mad businesses going. And I thought that was real of them to say that because mm-hmm. people just want to put entrepreneur in their bio. But that shit, day to day to do this every day. Nah, it ain't for everybody. Not for everybody. If you think sometimes. you need a therapist for your past, you gonna need three therapists for your past. Plus trying to build, run, scale business. Like, yeah. It's a it's lot. Not, it's not just... Uh, the hustle and bustle of it is not like a nine to five because it's not guaranteed money. Exactly. It works. And that's if what you changes. Work. Exactly. So it only works if you work. Right. And if you don't and you're kind of fucking yourself over, you might as well just go get a nine to five. Yeah. Because if you you just have an expensive hobby. Technically. And, and the expense is not monetary. Exactly. The expense is the lifestyle hours, almost. Hours and time. Right. So it's tricky, man. It's tricky. But social media is dang- is a dangerous place. It makes you look at everything through a lens of fucking fantasy. Yeah. And then you take fantasy and highlights, compare it to the life that you have and worked hard to get and feel like, oh, I ain't doing shit. Don't do that to yourself. Please don't, guys. Social media is not real. It 100% it is isn't a real. social construct. Bro. It's just pictures. Right. It's a journal and pictures. But... Like I said, it's, I mean, it takes people a long time to get to this place where you realize, like, this is not real. Because I remember when Instagram first dropped, obviously, you're like, oh, shit. It's nice. I got a couple likes. That's cool. Let's get it. Oh, this picture got more likes than this picture. Let me post another. Oh, that's cool. And then after a while, you're like, okay, cool. And you just kind of keep it moving. But but I don't know. There was a documentary about the people. You you watched it. On Netflix. So, like, you told me about it, actually. Changed my life. 
Yeah, and when they were like, yeah, the, the like button wasn't supposed, people weren't supposed to get into the negative of, damn, I only got 50 likes. It yeah. was supposed to be, oh, oh 50 cool. people liked it. Yeah. Cool. But not like, oh, why didn't more people like it? They were like, we didn't even see that shit coming with, <laughs> <laughs> when we made this. So it was like, they didn't see it coming, but now the animal's already here and the animal is worse now because the kids have access to it. And now at this point. parents have access to it. The parents are younger. They're giving it to their kids. We're losing recipes. Yeah, that uh, I think it's called a social experiment. It was on Netflix. Oh, yep. Good movie. Uh, Documentary. Oh, whatever. my God. It was so good. It's so good. Just just on the psychology of social media and how their job is to keep you on that app as long as possible. Yeah. And they'll show you whatever you want to see just Word. to keep you on there. And from there, that's why I stopped vlogging. Well, I stopped posting my vlogs. I still vlog. But just for journals. I home movies. That's why I call it the same thing. There you I, go. I call them home movies. So I still vlog often, but I just I was like, I'm not posting need it. to post it. Yeah, Major and I were, were watching a few of my vlogs back in the day. I was like, damn, I was good at that shit. I was real good. Still am. I just don't post them hoes. Because you know, one thing I always think of is like like the people who um who use it like monetary. Mm-hmm. We get money off of blogging, off of vlogging pictures, yeah. whatever, whatever. Yeah. Now this is your job. So it's almost like at what point does it stop being enjoyable? It's because the, now stopped. you see what I'm saying? Cause now I gotta take 10 pictures. Like I'm I'm not even trying to be funny, but it's almost like I have to take 10 pictures of this chicken parmesan nice, cool. for it to be fly. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, damn. And now when am I gonna eat the food? I might as well just take it to go. Cause I'm doing all this for cap. Yeah, so it's a very, I don't know, just just be, I just hope that people are careful because now it's like the new thing to make money. So now you're going to see hundreds of people mm-hmm. trying to do the thing to make money. You know what I'm saying? And this is the newest thing. Right. Podcasting, yeah, starting a podcast, talking shit. Like, yeah. this is the newest, the newest form of blogging. It's the oldest form of blogging, right. but now the newest way to make money off it. So please make sure that this isn't your only form of income. That's what I would always say. Yeah. Like, don't let you, whatever your hobby is, whatever your talk to the people. entrepreneurial to the spirit people. is, don't let that only be Slide your over. only form of, don't let Don't let that be your only <laughs> form of income because then it makes it very difficult to do it effectively when yeah. your constant worry is the bill or the bills in period. I'm and plural. The crazy thing about it is the, the return is not, because you're not looking for just a monetary return like everything else. Right. It's a monetary return, and then you're also looking for engagement as a return. Mm-hmm. You need the likes, you need the comments, because a brand is paying you X amount of dollars to get your audience to click on the link, to join the mailing list, to buy this thing. Right. So now it's so much like pressure. They paid you five bands to post this, you know, thing, mm-hmm. talk about this thing, and then if you don't get the return that you know you said that you would get, then. Shit, I mean, that's tough. It's that a depression, very, yeah, that depression hits you hard, and it's like, man, what point? I don't, I don't, I just, I just, you know what I mean? For, to the people that are, you know, um, pushing and trying to get through these things, that I always, I always like look at them in a sense of like, you know, good shit. I hope right. you're able to get through it because right. I know it's tough, and I know that I'm just not built like that. Yeah, 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 I'm just not. Just not doing it. Right. So for people who are and have, I always kind of like congratulate them more because it's like you're doing something that I know I would not you're be doing. You're in a doing. tough game. You know what I'm saying? Super competitive. And you're making it and you're and you're like continuing right. to keep going, you right. know, because 
I was always thinking about, you know, like the people who are, you know, people who are art- artistic, either they, you know, write books, they're trying to get books published, mm-hmm. make music, trying to get their songs mm-hmm. um, on charts or whatever you yeah, are. And, you know, people ask you like, yo, maybe like niggas haven't seen you in a while. Let's just be friends type people. Yeah. When they come up to you like, yo, are you still writing? You still mm-hmm. making music, you know? And then I always think of like the people who are like blogging and doing all that. It's like, you're still blogging and it's like, Shit, they still are. But it doesn't have the same, in a sense of artistic. Right, right, right. I don't know if because you're still in the past mindset where mm-hmm. you're thinking like, this is like. So so you're, so you're saying like content creation as art? No. Yes, but not in that sense. I'm, I guess I'm thinking more like nuances, like the jokey ones, right. like the joke content. Yeah. Not like giving content to people, but more like like the, what's his name? Like the famous Los. Right. Like, um, Cheeky, do you love me? What okay, I got his name. Remember that guy who danced? Yeah, I actually linked with, um, I didn't link with him, but there's a homie, uh, Haitian content creator. You know, we've had that rise of that, like funny Haitian content creators. Mm-hmm. Haitian, um, yeah. yeah. What was his name? What was his name? Haitian Poppy? No, there was a, there was, this was like 2015. He used to do shit with his dad. His dad used to beat his ass in Miami. <laughs> <clears throat> Mr. Kaka man, what was the fuck was his name? Nah, this this one this guy's called um Joe something. That Joe. boy Ness. I seen him at the classic. Okay. Uh I, I had a feeling I was gonna see him. I don't know if they live here or not, but him and another homie, I forgot the other homie's name uh right off the top. But yeah, I actually invited him out to to come chill with us at uh when we were at Celine. Oh, okay. But as you know, you know, content yeah. creators they moving around. Um, but he was on that line of like really funny stuff. So I often wonder like what that pressure is like. And how, how, like, how far you have to take right. it. You know what I mean? And how do you make money off it? You know, mm. because fame is fame. Right. Especially in this era. Right. But just wondering, like, okay, how do you how do you monetize this? Because the cool thing is people recognize you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So then you can, like, I can wear this shirt or this hoodie. I can wear a hat. You can run me 500. I'll wear it. I'll shout it out. Everything. Right. I just wonder, like long term what's that sustainability look like that's really what i'm thinking of that's really where i'm going where it's like how far can this really take you before like the next person just kind of takes your spot yeah unless you maximize it to like the furthest degree like um you know the filet yeah filet that he's one of the ones that i really enjoy the most right because he utilized that to now play for professional basketball Sure. Instead of like the jokes, it was more like I'm gonna do this, and then it was like I can actually oh, hoop. Shit, by this the way, nigga can like, play, play. <laughs> I can actually hoop. By the way, and then now you're playing overseas. Right. You don't even like. I don't even think he does the flavor um things anymore. He, still does, it. he does. Yeah, it's funny. I was like, damn, I haven't even seen one in a while. That's because of timeline, bro. Timeline yeah. does what it want to do now. That's true. Timeline. It's just, like, damn, is he all right? Then you check like he's he been posted posting. this yesterday. He posted this ten minutes ago, and I'm still following him. Yeah, the how time, am I not seeing this shit no more? I miss chronological timelines because then I can feel like okay, I, I'm caught up. Right? Yeah. Now it's just yeah. You seeing shit like you look like four days ago. The hell is this? I don't care about this. Yeah. This? And now they like dump niggas that I don't even. <laughs> okay. like, you should follow this person. I don't. Why? Oh, the sponsored. Ones. Not even sponsored, bro. They just show you a random account. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know this nigga. Like, I don't follow it. And then you look, it's like, no, I don't follow them. But they they're suggesting that I should follow them. Like Facebook. Bro, leave me alone, bro. Show me what I want to see. I would pay $5 a month to have my timeline just be 
chronological so I can feel like, oh, boom, caught up, seen everything. So then when I refresh, I know I can start again. You'd pay $5 for that a I'd, month. I'd pay $60 a year you to have, have chronological I'd Instagram. Pay, I'd pay $40 up front for annual to have my timeline chronological. Only people I follow, no ads. Take it. Pause. I mean, like you said, you can read. Wow. Okay. Well, you see what Elon's doing? Elon's charging these um, blue check niggas. Was it $8? Eight. What's it called? There was a nigga I saw. That nigga, you got it. He posted something. It was, um, he posted something. He had a blue check. <laughs> he had like 87 followers. Somebody was like, 87 followers in a blue check is crazy. <laughs> He's famous. That shit was hilarious. And then, these niggas don't even have pictures. It's like, you know, rabbits and shit like that. It's not even like people or whatever. Oh, those are, are um, bots. I don't know no, what these those are. Those incels. are NFTs that they own. There you go. Yeah. yeah NFTs. But those people, those would be the same people. Like, oh, hack that 537,000. Yeah. Them niggas. Did you know that incel meant in, um, what is it? Involuntary celibacy? Involuntary celibacy? You mean you lame? Pretty much. <laughs> that's why, you know, incel, that's why it's like that connotation towards them. Somebody said that. I was like, what does that mean? That's what involuntary celibacy? Oh, shit. These new niggas are coming up with names that actually make sense. But then, how do you, what's the relation then? I'm incel. Lame niggas. It's, you know, you know what an incel is, though. Yeah, yeah. You've heard the phrase. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, like the, I, no, this is the first time I've heard that phrase. Oh, I, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was today years old. There you go. Incels are like the very, very vile niggas on the internet. Vile In trolls. Like they say oh, like the wild shit the to women, niggas, to other people. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. those are like incels. And that's why they like that. Pretty, I guess, yeah, that's the correlation they give to I that. Mean, the bo- man, the box will, will chill you out. Yeah. The box will chill you out. Had to hit the stick with the box. <laughs> He's really never gonna make it. Um, I don't think he'll ever make another album as good as that one. Roddy Rich. But see, the thing, <laughs> I think Roddy's gonna even Roddy's gonna be one of those artists like that's that. gonna be able to perform high fashion. Um, that was a good song. Uh, what's what's the other one? Um, box. I didn't like box. No, I did not like box. There you go. Hit high fashion and what was his another? He had another hit. Um, box, brother. I know box was a hit. I'm just, I'm just box was a hit because of payola. What um, does that mean? Oh, that, you pay the the record company. You pay the record company. Okay, and that's that's well. Or the record companies play the radio. Record companies pay the radio. Make this hot. Let me. I'm a. I'm a. Because I know two of them that had me in a show code. Um, balling. I mean, it's really a mustard. Fudge is on. Oh, the yeah, that shit. That shit was damn near. He's going to make a lot of money off of that. Just from that going to be in movies. Bro, because the karaoke on Roddy's music is crazy. I, first time I heard High Fashion was at Joey's. And Joey ran it back three times. Oh, damn. He loved them LA people. It was good to see if you I weren't there. Okay, I, I was go. like, y'all went to Joey's after? Yep. Damn it. We bought 10. And then he gave us eight more. Glad I didn't go. Yeah, it was. And then we dipped. Then we went to Gringos. Nope. If I, I just wanted to see him since I hadn't seen him in five months. If we wouldn't went to Joey's after Carpe, I would lay down on the ground. Yeah, it was. It was like nope. We were at Gringos dead ass for like an hour and a half because niggas was trying Head to sober tacos. 
I was headbutting those double T's, bro. I think I had like five or six. Another one. Another one. Dead ass, bro. Exactly, bro. Like knocked in. They have a whole different setup now, but yeah, niggas were fate. Seymour didn't even eat. She was knocked in the chair. Seymour was so done with the politics, bro. Yeah. Seymour was like, they don't give a fuck. Let's just sit down. He was like, he was like, just, just let me do it. <laughs> just let me do it, Curly's. It's all right. Seymour, look at me like, because <laughs> she knows how I can get, so she just yeah, yeah, always yeah. tries to You're like persistent. Like I just don't want it to. I just don't want him to get to that yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, she's more, she's more the hothead than I am. Right. So she knows, like, if I'm getting there, it's like, oh no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. This we isn't we might be in trouble. Yeah, this is this is out of character. So, but. Like you said, politics was good. Mm-hmm. We were fine. Yeah. Um, great time. Great, great, great time. Mm-hmm. It was good to hang out with everybody. Hopefully, we'll be doing that again real soon. Hopefully, really, really, really yeah, soon. Yeah, and we definitely got to... Um, we've been talking about, you know, Watch the Boys collab for a minute. Um, oh, yes. Definitely. Episode. 100%. Uh, we talked about it just a little bit that night. Okay. And I was like, yeah, fam. I mean, let's let's do it, man. Let's, I mean, we can try to do it before the end of the year or we can do it around the first of the year, but... I'm cool with either. Yeah, either way, man. Uh, if we do it like in the evening, then I can actually drink with you instead of drinking uh, Uncle Nearest at 10 a.m. Yeah, and they they work in the morning, so oh, they yeah. have day jobs, so they would have to do evenings if they're then they wouldn't even be able to do yeah, it. We could do like a, we could do like a seven to nine. Yeah, and then mob. Yep, that would be fly in that order. Yeah. So washed up boys, soon come. You heard? Soon forward. Yeah. But say word, washed up, washed up boys, washed up boys. Say word, say collab. Wash. There you go. <laughs> washed word. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. <laughs> it's, it's a work in progress. <laughs> oh man, yo, it was good to see you again, man. Yeah, man. Good was, to see you. It's good to party with you this weekend. Yeah, it's been it's been a long time. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this was episode eighty six of the Say Word podcast. Hope that you guys enjoyed the gems that we gave you guys and all the funny stuff we also talked about. See you guys next time. Peace to the black man.